Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Kate, and I will be your host. Today, we are going to be reading from two passages of Scripture in Proverbs. The first is 1631. And the second is 20, verse 29. Gray hair is a crown of splendor. It is attained in the way of righteousness. The glory of young men is their strength. Gray hair, the splendor of the old. I've got to admit, when I first read these passages of scripture, what stuck out to me was the gray hair part. Because I know you're not going to believe me, but at the age of 32, I am already graying. It's in my family tree, premature gray. It runs, it runs down the family tree. And I am starting to experience that in my own life. And I already, at the age of 32, have started dyeing my hair every six weeks. And I find myself getting concerned about the gray hair that starts peeking through, especially in my part, in in the front of my hairline. And when I read this passage of scripture in this devotion, I guess what really stuck to me is, wow, I've been very concerned about my gray hair and covering it and being self-conscious of it. And it is really actually quite silly. But culture really does value or communicates it values beauty and staying young. And I have felt that pressure more so than I ever have in my life, actually, when I moved to Southern California, and that's where I find myself right now. And I'm not saying that when I lived back in Wisconsin, if I was still there right now and I had gray hair, I would just let it you know, run wild. No, I probably would still um, have some of that, you know, image management stuff happening. But I feel like where I find myself right now, uh, the culture here really does value, um, you know, beauty and staying young. And then also on the flip side, it's like, oh, people tell me, okay, you look so young. You're going to love that later in life. And I'm kind of like in this, like, what is going on? My hair is graying, but my face looks young. And it's all about image. And that's ridiculous. And Holy Spirit's going to continue to work on me and to rid me of that. So to go back to the passage, what God, I believe, is showing us is that there is an importance in the youthfulness in us and for us younger people, but there's also such value, not in the old people, please, no, not old, but wise, but wise. And the imagery is that gray hair is the crown of splendor. But what's being communicated here is that longevity in the kingdom and in following Jesus is beautiful. And when you follow the Lord and you live a long life, you are gaining wisdom and and you're going through the sanctification process and people will know. People will know. Not by your physical gray hair, but that metaphor of the crown of splendor. So when we say, oh, you have a lot of gray hairs, you're wise. Really, what that means is that when, when you've lived a long time, you have a lot of wisdom. 
And that's a mark of a sanctified Christ follower who has been along the journey for longer. And that's a beautiful thing. That is such a beautiful thing. You know, in the Hebrew culture, there was also, um, this was also not only communicated, but really lived out where the young and the old really did have um, marks of particular excellence in the youth and then in the older generation. And they each had things that were not possessed by the others. The young were known for their strength and their vivaciousness and the older for their perspective and their wisdom and their character. And I'm here to say today that both of those things matter. Both of those things matter, especially as we build the church. We are called to build the church and to care for and love his bride. And he not only desires, but he needs both the young and the old, the strength and vivaciousness and the perspective of wisdom. Young people, young people, we need those who have that gray hair and crown of splendor because they have the perspective and the wisdom, the integrity, the character that we should not only desire, but that we should pull from. We should pull from their wisdom. Do not look past those that have gone before you. Go to them and learn. And those of you who are farther along in your journey, us young whippersnappers aren't just young whippersnappers. There, there may be reasons that there's certain levels of vivaciousness uh, that in strength that you may not feel like you possess anymore, but I wonder if you got around it more often, that Holy Spirit wouldn't arise those things back up in you. Because I have news for you today. God is not done with you. He is not done with you. I just met at church this past weekend a beautiful woman who is 91 years old who started her second master's at 70 on the internet. And she was expressing, I had no idea what I was doing, but she had realized and still realizes today that God is not done with you. Continue on the journey. Continue in the strength of knowing that God has more for you and that we need you. As a young person, I say, Man, I, I need your wisdom. I need your wisdom. And my heart is that the church would represent the beautiful intergenerational ministry. It's given to us in examples throughout scripture. One that stood out to me was Moses and Aaron. You see throughout scripture that God has someone who's further along the journey, raising up, discipling, influencing, building into, sharing wisdom to the next generation. But then us who are considered the next generation need to also be open and receptive and to follow in the footsteps and to put our, ourselves in places and spaces where we can glean from the wisdom and perspective of those who have gone before us. I loved these verses. Uh, well, yes, because Holy Spirit did do some convicting of my problems with my gray hair, but mostly because it really just stirred up the passion in my heart that I have to see an intergenerational church, because I believe that to love the bride well and to build the church well, God uses both, and he wants to use us working together amongst our different ages. 
So my question that I want to pose to you as we wrap up is, how do we stay present in our current season in youthfulness or in the further along the journey? So how do we stay present in the season that we are in, in the age and the season that we're in? But it's okay to grieve the past and what we maybe don't have anymore, but not stay there, but then also stay expectant for the future. So how do we properly maybe grieve some of the youthfulness that we don't have anymore, but in a way that encourages us and inspires us for today and also allows us to be hopeful and expectant for the more still God has for us. It's going to be a tension, but I believe that if we understand the season that God has us in and we look to those who are in a season behind us and pour into them. And we also look ahead to those who have gone in front of us and also be expectant for the more God has. He will use us in this beautiful, beautiful intergenerational way where there won't be such a discrepancy between the young and the old, but a beautiful marriage of the two of them so we can more effectively build his kingdom. Can I pray for us today? Lord, I praise you so much, and I am so grateful for who you've created us to be, God, and that you have given us the opportunity for today. God, I thank you for every single listener who is on this podcast listening now. I thank you for whatever age or stage of life they're in, God, that you have them in that age and stage for a reason, God, and that you are doing in and doing something in and through them right now, and you still do have the more for them. So God, I pray that you would open up opportunities, that you would open up opportunities for your children, the older and the younger, to disciple one another, God, to build your church together. I pray for the hearts of the young, that they will be open and receptive to the wisdom and the perspective of the older. And God, that the youthfulness of our generation would be a positive influence on those who have gone before them. God, I thank you so much that we have so much hope and joy in what you have given us, God, and the more that you still want to do with us. God, thank you for the opportunity for today and the opportunity to serve you today and tomorrow and forevermore. In Jesus' name, we pray all these things. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.